Model Made Podcast, the podcast for models by a model. Tune in for tips, tricks, and talks that will elevate you in your modeling journey. This podcast is possible thanks to Model University, which aims to educate and elevate models to their full potential and paycheck. Now, here's your host, internationally working, multi-agency represented, professional model and coach, Lola Shaw. Hey there, models. Today's interview will feature Dionius, a.k.a. Dioberto Photography. You can find him at Dioberto Photography on all social media platforms. He is a commercial fashion and portrait photographer based in South Florida, but passport ready. College graduate with a background in engineering, business, marketing, and criminology. He specializes in branding, whether personal or corporate. So if you want high-end, impactful imagery that's creative and bold, he's your guy. 2020 makes it 10 years in the industry working for Fortune 500 companies, NFL and NBA players such as Dwayne Wade, clothing lines, actresses, models, singers, rappers, realtors, book authors, chefs, and more. Here's my interview with Dionius, a.k.a. Dioberto Photo. Well, my name is Dionius Bergen. Um, I'm a fashion and portrait photographer, uh, originally from St. Petersburg, Florida, but I'm based now in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm a lot. I've been everywhere because of photography. So I've been to China, prior to all of the corona stuff. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've been to France, Germany, Russia, um, what's the other one? Denmark, Argentina, all over the United States, all over the Caribbean, um, London. I've been all over the world um, for photography. Yeah, so I'm a fashion portrait photographer, like I said. Um, I specialize in high end uh, fashion photography, so my mm-hmm. editing is going to look more magazine ready. Um, but the biggest thing with when people shoot with me, I'm taking my style and adding it to their brand. Mm. So whatever their brand is, they're going to get that interpretation of their brand. Um, gotcha. So yeah, that's, that's basically what I do in a nutshell. So a lot of branding work, um, working with Fortune 500 companies, working with athletes, uh, working with clothing lines, working with people who um, have personal brands. So let's say you're a book author or you're a lawyer or a judge or a realtor. Like people will come to me to get their their brand enhanced through my my art. Okay. I love it. Love it. <laughs> Absolutely. It's less like formal because like I gave them a full rundown. Like when you gave me the full rundown of who you are, I'm like, I included everything. So this is a lot more personable. I absolutely love it. So now that we know like what you do and kind of like where you're at right now in your art, I want to really know how you got started. Um, so I got started at the end of 2010. Um, I think it was December 28th. That was the same day my grandmother passed away. Wow. Um, so it was a very, like, very terrible day for me emotionally. I was all over the place. And then one of my friends, she knew I had been uh, working on photography. So uh, when I say working on photography, I had grabbed my mom's camera and I had been taking pictures of bridges and birds and water dropping off the side of uh, steps and um, <laughs> buildings in downtown Tampa where I was going to school. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was what I was doing. I didn't really have a direction. It was just a hobby. I just need another creative outlet from all the engineering courses that I had been taking. Mm-hmm. So the day that I had that, my first photo shoot is the day I'm referring to on December 28, 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to the beach. We had like a really basic concept. It was a guitar, um, natural hair on a black model. Mm-hmm. And, and I think she had on a white shirt, like, um, like a bikini bottom. 
a white dress shirt. So we did a shot, and I fell in love with that process. Wow. I didn't know I didn't know it was gonna be that impactful on me. I just wanted to do something else besides cry for the rest of the day. Understood. I was, I was over it. Yeah, I was like, I gotta do something. And when she asked, I'm like, cool, let's go do it. And uh, so yeah, after I finished the photo shoot, um, I had already been teaching myself graphic design, so I was very familiar with Photoshop and how things work. So I started doing some like very, very rudiment, uh, rudimentary. I think that's how you say um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, techniques on how to improve the photo, or at least basically take what was in my mind and put it into Photoshop, or you know, bring it to life. Mm-hmm. And I was able to do it on one image, and the rest of the images looked nice, but there was this one specific image that really, really, like that was the one. Mm-hmm. And I remember showing my best friend's sister, who I already knew was like an actual photographer. She had a full business running. Wow. And I showed her, and she was like, hey, you're going to be a photographer. And I was like, no, I'm an engineering major. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. She was like, no, you're going to be a photographer. And, again, I denied her all of that stuff. And I ended up switching out of engineering because, in addition to my grandmother passing, like, how I dealt with it was, trying to live live out her legacy or live within her legacy and her biggest thing was no what if. Mm. And one of the things with engineering, even though I have been doing well, I had done six internships, I had two job offers waiting on me. I was president of an engineering club for three years. Like I had everything set up for me to go in that field and I knew I wasn't happy. Mm. And so wow. my grandmother passed, like the whole what if thing kicked in and I'm like, all right, what if I do something that makes me happy? What if I go pursue something that I'm truly interested in versus what everyone else, um, everyone else has assumed that I would be really good at because I was good at math and science. So, oh, you're going to be an engineer. And I'm like, all right, I guess that's what people who are good at these things do. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do something that would make me happy. So I did that first photo shoot. Um, I switched majors into criminology because I'm like, well, I got it. If, if I'm going to to maximize all the school that I've already done, I could do this. Like, this would be fun. So, during that process, um, oh, I also had finished a business minor uh, prior to that, too. Okay. So, I had a whole plan. <laughs> I see it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so, I was doing this. During that entire time, I was practicing photography stuff. I'm studying photography. And I literally got straight A's for three semesters out of the four because I would finish my assignments early so that I can go do photography stuff. Mm. I wanted to shoot, I wanted to edit, I wanted to watch tutorials, I wanted to second shoot when I can. Like I was doing every every moment that I wasn't in school, I was trying to put in I was doing something photography related. Um and during that process, um I realized that criminology was not gonna be it. I did not want to go to law school. Okay. I didn't want to write my name on any papers. I didn't want to do nothing. <laughs> That wasn't art related. And so I, I had made a decision on myself. I'm like, all right, finish this degree so that you have it just in case it falls back. And then also because I'm goal oriented, I don't like not finishing things. So I'm like, I have to leave with a degree. Gotcha. So leave with the degree and then give yourself three years of photography. And, and so, seven, yeah, seven years later, I'm still, well, seven years beyond that three years, I'm still here doing photography. I have to ask, after knowing, like, how you got started, and I think you're the perfect person to ask this, is what is important for a model when it comes to their portfolio? Like, how important is a portfolio for a model? Like, can you get into that? Hey there, model. If you love what you are hearing so far, check out Model University. 
The best part is you can enroll for free. Sign up for your free model prerequisites, which include model orientation with a list of free amenities at Model University, the free Modeling 101 textbook, how to make your first $1,000 as a model, and the free online Modeling 201 course for finding the money in your market. Check out the show notes below to enroll today. Yeah, um, so I've worked with basically every major agency down in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, your Fords, Wilhelmina's next. And your for models, their portfolio, that's your business card. That's your resume. So it, it's what people are going to see before they see you in person. So you want to make sure you have photos that look like you. You don't want them overly retouched. You them overly. Like you don't want the makeup too, too strong. You want to make sure that you're selling yourself first versus selling a product. So like when you're doing fashion, well, I'm sorry. As a fashion photographer, my job is to sell the clothes. It's not to sell the model. Mm-hmm. Um, as a model, you're trying to sell yourself. So you need to make sure your clothes, these are the most flattering photos of yourself. They show you um, in your best light. Um, and you want to make sure that they are <clears throat> neutral as far as content. And it kind of depends on what you're doing. But um, you want to keep your, your wardrobe simple. Love it. So glad that you said it because I say it all the time, but nobody believes me. So <laughs> coming straight from a photographer, okay, who's worked with probably the representation that you actually want, those are actual gems right there. Um, so I have to ask, because you're a photographer, what do you look for in a model when you shoot them? Um, so the first thing, because everything is visual, is the look. Um, I look for people who take care of themselves. You should take care of your hair. Your hair looks healthy. Your skin looks healthy. Um, you just take care of your body. You can work on yourself. Um, you want to keep yourself toned up. So I think that's a better word. Just make sure your body is toned regardless of your size. Um, and there's always, there's always uh, exceptions to the rules, but that's what I look for. Um, the other thing that's super important to me is, is if I already know you uh, or if I work with you, like your personality while we're working, keep an open mind. Um, pushing yourself creatively, pushing pushing yourself physically. Sometimes you're on set for a long time. And it, it can get difficult to keep your energy up, but you want to push yourself. Um, and then just being open to direction. One thing that I, I do find annoying, and it's not even their fault necessarily, but when someone has been taught incorrectly, mm. or they've been taught um, maybe something that's an old way of doing things and they haven't, they haven't been keeping up with the trends. They haven't been studying modern. They haven't been studying posing. They're doing the same stuff that was popular, you know, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> that kind of stuff. Me having to reteach somebody that that part is annoying only because a lot of a lot of projects they're time oriented. So instead of the model coming, they, instead of them coming prepared for that part, I'm having to teach them during the session. And if I'm doing more teaching versus shooting. Like now, it's becoming, it's becoming a different yeah. type of a project. Gotcha. Um, and then you have clients that are telling you, hey, we got 10 minutes on this look, and I'm trying to get you to change your facial expression because you have not practiced on your facial expression. Now you're someone I don't want to have more success. With the new normal in mind, we have a way for you to get model coaching from the comfort of your own home. Because you are a valued podcast listener, we want to give you access to Model Mastery, the membership program. Get detailed curriculum to help you build your modeling career. Check the show notes for a direct link to find out more and an exclusive discount. Um, so think that about. and 
Yeah, and then one, and I don't deal with this a lot because it is annoying, when <laughs> the the model will bring more people to the set that don't need to be there. You don't need a whole entourage of auto shoot. Like, just, like it's a professional environment. We're here to work. This is a time for your friends and everybody to ah, have their input. And let creatives be creative. I absolutely <laughs> love it, you know, some additional gems, just in case, you know, a couple of models didn't know or didn't even know that that was rude because a lot of them, you know, you might still have the mentality like, oh, I need to bring like an escort because I've never worked with somebody before because they've been in shady environments. But once you get to a professional right. setting, they don't understand like, no, no, you're being paid to be here. This is a closed set. So right. thank you for letting them yeah. know that ahead of time. Um, and there, and there, is a, there is a difference. I, I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you added that last part, mm-hmm. professional environment. You know it's an actual shoot. Like, yeah, that's not the time to bring your friends. But if you do not have a photographer, you're feeling kind of iffy about it, definitely bring somebody. Um, yeah, definitely protect yourself. I don't want you to take it to trust everyone with the camera. That's so true. But definitely, that's why I had to say, like, if it's a professional setting where, like, a client is paying you to, you know, come do your job and go, mm-hmm. like, that's the type of mentality you need to have. But, of course, if you're shooting with somebody for the first time and just like you said, if they feel iffy, definitely make the proper precautions. So... Before we wrap up, I do have a few more questions. I want to know what three shots should model have in their portfolio. Uh, you should have a strong headshot, mm-hmm. um, a strong full body, and then a strong, um, you say mid shot, so this could be like waist up or knees up. But you definitely want to, your headshot is going to be the strongest thing, um, depending on what you're going for. I can't even say that's the strongest thing. So just have those three shots, headshot, full body, and then a mid, a mid shot. Any suggestion for the wardrobe, or should that be based on whatever niche they're going for? Um, so you should you should have set, I guess. So it, it kind of depends on your niche. But let's say that you're let's say that you're new to modeling, you just got in, and you're not sure what to do. Jeans and a t-shirt. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep, keep it super simple. Love it. Okay, and what can a model do to prepare for their portfolio shoot before they get there? So I know you mentioned a few things, you know, practicing like your facial expressions, but what should a model have together before she, you know, she or he books a shoot with their photographer for their portfolio? So make sure, first of all, make sure you're aware of the style of photographer that you're shooting with. Not every photographer is the same. Even photographers who claim to be fashion photographers or portrait photographers, like there's there's different styles within that niche. Mm-hmm. So um, be aware of the type of photography you're dealing with. Um, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's keep it at that. Just be aware of who you're working with. Um, uh, you want to have the basics for every shoot. I, I think it's like a modeling bag, kit bag or something. I don't know yep. what the right word is. Model bag, you got it. But you, <laughs> you, yeah, model bag. You have your defaults for every shoot, no matter what. You're going to bring your draws and your... Um, your underwear and the this and the that, your undershirts uh, for guys, the shorts or whatever. Like, you can have those basics um, as far as material, having your hair washed, having your face clean. Um, and then from a posing standpoint, and this is something in general, I tell, I tell models, especially newer ones, find a model that you like a lot, like you're really into. I always preach uh, Coco Rocha. I think that's how you said Yeah, Coco yeah. Rocha. Um, Rocha. Yeah, that's how you say. It. <laughs> I tell people watch her. <laughs> I tell people, I tell models to watch her behind the scenes video um, because it shows you how limitless she is when she when it comes to posing. She doesn't care and she just tries anything. 
anything, I'm sorry, she tries anything that she believes would be relevant to the clothes and to the, the actual shoot that they're going for. Mm. So I, for all of my projects, I always have a mood board that I send them out ahead of time and I have one set so we know what we're going for. But she, I'm sure she sees that same thing that she implements it during her version of modeling. So, um, and if she does, she takes, yeah, she takes chances. She's not concerned with having too much. Uh, we don't, we don't shoot film anymore for the most part. Yeah. Unless you're a film photographer, but we have, we have memory cards. Try, just try, just give it, like, don't limit yourself. Like, try it. Try something extra. Like, be a little over the top after you've got the safe shot that they asked for. Mm, I love so, it. Um, yeah, that I think that would be the major thing that I would tell model before coming to the shoot. Okay, and then we're gonna end off with a little bit about you. Is there anything that you have coming up that you want to plug in right now? Go for it. Uh, so I am a fashion portrait photographer, like I, I said a couple of times. <laughs> but I took a, I had another scenario where I wanted to make sure I was happy, and that came through the idea of me doing my own personal project. It's called the Eve Aesthetic in Her Kingdom. Um, you can go on my website and see it, and it's based on the idea of the Eve gene, which is that all all of us have the same MCD and that first woman. And then also, um, I'm retouching everything. So if you have travel photos, if you have selfies or group photos, or photos people take of you, or just photos that you think are nice that you would like to have in hand, like I do personal retouching as well as doing retouching for businesses, and, and then just checking out social media and whatnot. Oh, yeah, and all platforms, D.O. Berto Photo, like everywhere. So you don't have to try to think about it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Making it easy. Absolutely love it. Well, thank you so much for this interview. It has been amazing. And I know there are so many models who are going to be more prepared for the industry just by listening to this interview. They'll know exactly what shots they need. They'll know how to conduct themselves, what to practice on what a portfolio actually is going to mean for them, everything. You have laid out a lot of good information, and I appreciate you for it. No problem. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm honored and glad that we were able to do this. And hopefully it won't be the last time. I have a pretty good idea that people are going to request you to come back. So until then. This is true. These are true things. So. Definitely, definitely going to invite you back to talk about a few other things in the industry from a photographer standpoint, because I know there's a lot of gems that um, models can definitely use from an open dialogue with a photographer. Okay. Sounds good. Awesome. Until then, thank you.